All right. No, that's let's begin. Yoakum, what are you drinking at eight thirty p.m.? Why are you drinking that? I, I got some caffeine. I got I got a rain. No, you don't. What is a rain? A rain. It's like a it's like a off version of a bang. It's like three hundred milligrams of caffeine. What's the half life of caffeine? Six hours. Yeah. Why are you drinking it at eight thirty? Eight fifty-five. You know why? O'clock. Hey, you know why? Yoakum, don't answer this because he doesn't have his fucking house together. <laughs> Set your house in order, dude. Get, Get your, your house, house in together. order, Yoakum. I'm being shit on today. Yoakum, what do you do for a living? What you help others. Yeah. Help yourself. <laughs> help yourself first. Build, set your own house in order. Do some spring cleaning first before you help others. You, you need to be able to bring the energy. Mm. And caffeine helps you bring the energy. Oh, I appreciate that. That's yeah. true. Way to be Good thoughtful in that, in that regard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't need it, though. I'm just saying, and I don't think Dak. Do you need it? Do I need energy right now? Do you need Do you need a substance to give you energy? No. Do you know why? Because I draw on the energy. I I get my energy from everyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm. How, How about I, you, Mark? So you're a sucker. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. An introverted guy, but I'm also extroverted in that I get my energy from other people in this setting. Yeah, so, so you guys are all getting energy from people. I'm trying to give energy. So that, that's, that's yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Okay. You're, you're a giver. Yeah. Now I get it. You're just yeah. a giver. <laughs> I get it now. So generous. So he said. So really, if we're all getting energy from each other, and we don't have the three of us don't have a lot of energy, that means Yoakum's actually giving the energy mm. to so every all, single one of us. So all of you are drinking rain at 8:55 p.m. right now. I'm drinking Yoakum strength. I'm drinking. Anatomy Tuesday. Anatomy Tuesday. Nice. Yeah. That's what we're drinking. Yes. I'll have what your guys, you guys are having. <laughs> Unbelievable. First, first, uh, first off, I just want to say this: you guys are uh, very dialed in with uh, your posture right now. Mm-hmm. I think that speaks to Anatomy Tuesday as a corporation, as a content creation uh, platform. It's really part of the brand. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. is. Um, it's fun to watch, and I don't think two people have been so properly placed and comfortable as you guys are. I was kind of nervous with bringing two big dudes up here sitting on the couch together yeah it's, it's all about that neutral spine if yeah. you watch any of the videos we mentioned about probably 16 times whenever we lose like track of what we're going to say next it's neutral spine or stream theory yeah uh, it's usually what we fall back upon stream theory yeah. what stream is that theory. Theory is a big one what is stream theory it's uh the idea not the idea the principle the theory it's a, it's a principle i'm gonna say principle because it's solidified but of uh having something uh jacked up in your chain looking above and below so we talk mm-hmm. about it all the time but um, pain somewhere, probably coming from a source above or below the spot of actual pain. Mm-hmm. So, oh. so if, if, you, if your knee's bugging you, you probably got something jacked up in your hip flexor or ankle. Gotcha. Would a, would like yeah. a lower back pain be another example of that? Lower back, one hundred percent. Hamstrings, okay. Mm-hmm. Hip flexors, hip flexors, hip flexors. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I get. What the, would be above? Pectorals. Uh, internal rotators. Lats, if your lower back is hurting, what would be above that area? That could be t- that could be fucked up. Your internal rotators up top, so you got your chest and your lats that mm-hmm. are gonna be able to bring you in that rounded position. So your T spine is gonna be tight, and that's gonna put you in bad posture, which is gonna bug that lower back. Upper cross syndrome, slouch forward. Mm. So if I work out like hard, yep, and um, my yeah, I might as well fix my posture. Yeah, let's all get into it. Man. <laughs> let's practice what we preach. I really can't, to be honest. I just sink in. <laughs> so what do you think these guys are doing over there? That couch is a sinkhole. They're doing the same thing, probably. But it's kind of tough. I so if uh, so, I'm having lower back pain, mm. and I've been working out probably three, four times a week, and then I pretty much sit down yeah. like most of the day, and man, I just it hurts, and yep. I'm feeling like I've been stretching out my hamstrings and skin a little better, but 
I don't know, just sitting down all day, that's probably not good for it, right? No. Couch sitting, stretch. Yeah. You uh, hit, hit a little couch stretch, hit that, hit the hip flexors, that, that'll help you. Hip flexor QLs, those will be your money makers. Okay. Just with your thumb? <laughs> no, no, just stre- I was pointing them out, trying to point them out to the audience. For the, oh, the, the, oh the, got the it. Visual cue, but oh, stretching, nice. stretching out those hip flexors instead of the hamstrings. Yeah, the so, 90-90 thing that we used to do mm-hmm. with Becker. Love little, little glute. That'll help you a little bit, yeah. Yeah, man, sitting's so tough. You got to just kind of invest in your body throughout the day to just correct it, I guess, you mm-hmm. know? So I just I just read a whole book. So Kelly Starrett, like, we've all read that, but I whole, read a whole book. The back, I, ju- I just read a whole book. The, the, back, <laughs> the back mechanic and the whole thing was just shitting on everybody sitting all the time. It's like they try to fix it with a stretch, and then they'll go sit in postures like this all day for eight mm-hmm. hours and then wonder why their back isn't feeling great. Mm-hmm. So you, that was the whole book. The, the whole book. It, it was this old dude. It, he was a little crazy because he talked about positions in sex too. Mm-hmm. It was the there's a whole diagram of you need to have a neutral spine during sex. And I'm like, oh yeah, I bet that is that's working for you, huh? And he's this old dude with like this porno mustache and like glasses. But Some Ron Jeremy looking dude. It was a little, cre- <laughs> little creepy. <laughs> Some Ron Jeremy dude telling us how to fix our back. Yo, <laughs> that's interesting. Neutral spine at all times. Doesn't matter what you're doing. How many uh, books have you Cut read 12? since you came on the podcast in February? How many books? Yeah. Uh, probably 10, 12. Oh. And do you read it from cover to cover, or are you just like... No, I'm cover to cover. I I can't do that, the like section reading. I have reading. to finish I, books. I, I have to finish books. It's a weird thing about me. Okay. Favorite and, book that you've had? Ooh, favorite one? Uh, since the podcast, because I hadn't finished it yet, was 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. You read that too, Mark. I did. Yeah. That's, that's up there. I was thinking that. Seven Habits. Or Aubrey Marcus's book was really good too. Wait, there's oh, there, is there two Jordan Peterson books? Twelve. Ha- no, se- oh, seven habits. Seven I, habits I had already read seven habits. Stephen up and Covey. Coming. Yeah, that that book rocks though. It's That's really a really good. good one too. Okay, sorry, Andrew, you had a question? No. But the the the, the books like both those books. The reason they're so good is all about setting your foundation in order. Like you're talking about like getting your house in order, but both books are very similar in the fact that if you want to help anybody or you want to help the world, you want to do anything, like you have to start with yourself fix yourself before you fix anything else yeah that's they're very like similar on tracks there okay i liked uh i saw this thing from aubrey today talking about jordan peters i think it's a similar thing and yeah i watched that too oh my god it was so awesome he was talking about how we spend like a lot of time you know planning out what we want to be or how we want to make an impact or you know whatever it is uh what goals we want to accomplish but we don't spend enough time thinking about what we can do today mm-hmm. to get ourselves like at least a little bit closer to that ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Cause when we put ourselves out in those external realities and in the future, we tend to like overwhelm ourselves with that thought over and over and over when we miss the point of what's in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where I see, I see this a lot. This is where I, I talk about the, the future of what I want to do is help people build brands and help people build their lives basically because what i see more often than them being stuck in a physical realm of not being able to do what they want physically fixing somebody's back is easy it's how are they getting out of that anxiety filled realm of everything is in this negative feedback loop of they go to work they work 60 hours doing something they hate doing and when they get to the weekend they get 24 hours of what they feel like is their first time to breathe and then because it's their first time to breathe they're not able to take another step forward in life and they just want to be free during that time they're not pushing forward and trying to break people out of that anxiety filled thing of of what's next what's next and then they stay in that loop because it's safe and be able to try to break them out of that and just telling them the first step is to do something like you mentioned is taking that first small step to push forward 
and get out of that feedback loop. And I'm, I've been big into feedback loops recently is how, how do you, how do you get out of something that repeatedly tells you that you're safe, repeatedly tells you that you're fine when you know you're not, and you just keep getting put it and you're surrounded by those people and you're surrounded by the same situation. How do you get yourself out of that and finding that catalyst to do that? What is typically a, a, a loop breaker, a loop breaker, a person for me, a light bringer. Uh, this is what I, this is what I want to be able to do. Um, but it's somebody telling you that you're in that loop mm-hmm. and, and finding surrounding yourself with people after that but a person a book um something that basically tells you you're wrong straight to your face um for me it was a coaches in the past and it's why i want to be a coach and then books recently like the 12 rules for life and seven habits both have been very strong because they both just sit there and they don't say it's they don't write my name in the book but it's like pretty much all right this is you and you need to get out of that situation interesting wow that's fun that blows my mind the uh, I'm sitting back to normal now. <laughs> yeah, so, I see you couldn't handle it. You yeah. you started leaning back to your right. I was yeah, tired you were doing one of these. I was I'm, like, he's toast. I don't think you guys understand. This thing just it gives, dude. Yeah, I might just relax on his loops. I don't know. I, I, I feel can. like he needs to uh, get a feedback loop person and tell him to. Unless I sit up here, dude. Yeah, yeah there you go. Got a boy, Decky. Way to challenge yourself. Thanks, guys. Just tell me that I'm wrong, and that's and that's how you break the loop, baby. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I like loop. what you said about the uh, the first step too, like taking that first step. It's probably the hardest part, but it was funny because I watched the Aubrey Marcus video, and then right under it was uh, Will Smith, and he was talking about. Um, it was an old video, but he was talking about um, him building a wall and how everybody wants to build a wall, and uh, you know you want to build the biggest, most beautiful wall, and it's the same idea of looking forward. You're looking at finished product and it's stressful to look that far ahead right and uh but he was talking about the importance of just laying one brick every day like lay the brick as perfect as you can lay it and i'm gonna wake up every day and lay the best possible brick i can lay and then from if i do that every single day by the end of it i'm gonna have that perfect wall but that's like that's all you can do one day at a time lay the brick perfectly so what's what's one brick both of you have laid today we're sitting here, by the way, for the, for the uh, marketing interns. We're sitting here at 9 p.m. on a Monday night, and Andrew accidentally scheduled this interview. Actually, uh, we're playing during it's it's going during the Steelers game. So I just want to say thank you, Andrew. Yeah, you're yeah, a true you. warrior, unbelievable. I do it for Anatomy Tuesday. I yeah, tried you do to, it for these guys. I tried to reschedule, and you guys were like busy, busy, busy. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's get it, it let's get it on, let's get it on. <laughs> Bringing it, bringing it back to the brick that you lay every day, this is something that's been big in my life is realizing if I'm going to lead people, I really need to invest in building my own bricks and building my own wall um, to where I take a lot of time of reading, researching, um, meditating, and physical health for myself just because I know if I'm not providing value for myself and growing as a person, uh, I have nothing to give other people. That That's something where I started to realize like, I'm overdrawn and I, I – I'm not reading. I'm not doing these things because I'm so deeply in the business that I, I'm running out of things to give people. So that brick and what you're laying every single day, that's something that I've really, really invested in the past like two months. And business-wise, it, it's changed a lot of things for me. Just being able to have, all right, now I'm inspired. I have a new idea. I have something new that I can help people with because I'm actually investing. If, I, if, I, if I'm not growing as a leader, I have nothing to give people and I have nothing to help them with. Yeah, and I think one uh, really cool context piece too for – um, everyone tuning in here is last time we had you on was around, I think it was February 19th of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I mean, you blew us out of the water with your energy and everything <clears throat> with Yoakum strength. 
since then you've purchased a gym mm -hmm. and now you have physical clients coming through your doors yeah. every morning. Um, so again, speaking of bricks, you've now you've built, built a gym. Yeah. That's that, awesome. Man. That was a, that was a very, very long process. That was freaking awesome to like actually finish and just see the results and now like growing from there. The, mm -hmm. when I, when I had, when I was here the first time it was all, the build up, right? Everything was building up. Everything was starting to move in the right direction. And it was really coming out of that valley. Um, being in that really dark spot. That's where I haven't really told anybody, but like where I want to like get it off the chest a little bit. That, that was in the same week. Um, my girlfriend broke up with me. My best friend uh, from high school attempted suicide. And then my grandma was in the hospital and I was stuck in this valley like we talked about the valley just briefly on the other one but i was i was dark i was in a very dark spot and the reason the gym started the reason this momentum started honestly was because i couldn't sleep uh, I, I stayed up all night every night and couldn't sleep and didn't know where in life i was going and what the reason for life was and what i was doing and i i read a quote in a book uh, it was the seven habits book and the quote said um when you look in a mirror who stares back at you and that was a quote that was like, I, I, I stood up, it was like four in the morning, I just read this book, just read this quote, and I, I got up and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, holy shit, like, that is not who I want to stare back at me, how can I fix this, and then how can I help other people fix that for themselves, to where they don't have to get into that valley, and that's where the momentum built up to being able to build the gym itself, and the reason I say that is because the, the quote on my gym right above the mirror is, when you look in the mirror, who stares back at you, to every single day remind myself of when I look in that mirror, I never want to see who I saw that day. I never want to see that person that was lost. I never want to see that person that wasn't a leader. I never want to see that person that was broken. I want to see somebody that's moving the world closer to where it needs to become. That's Jordan Peterson thing that also changed my life is every single action that you make either makes the world closer to heaven or hell. And every single time you look in that mirror, did you do everything you could that day to move the world closer to heaven rather than hell? And that's where the buildup finally happened to we have this physical spot for people to come in and help them with that we do a lot of online stuff a lot of business stuff like that but when we're in that spot when you guys are a part of yokum strength that's really what we're shooting for you're awesome man and I'm, I'm proud of you for uh you know sharing that with us because you talk about being the light giver or what is that the right terminology light bringer light bringer mm -hmm. yeah the light bringer you are a light bringer to the people in this room to the people that are listening to this right now um you might have saw some dark times but you chose to take that ownership within your own arms reach and that was you personally and you made that change and and we got to hear your story seven months ago in february and you've just been attacking and you probably had some slow days some some days where you're like man am i really doing the, the best product am i putting out the best me and yeah we all have those days but from from overall dude like you are you are a different version than I, the person that i first met you and i absolutely love i love both of them but i love who you are and like how you're growing and it's just awesome that i get to be in around you as much as i can yeah that, thank you that, that, like you were talking about the um you have slow days and we, we talked about that too it's just like sometimes it gets to be a grind with the podcast sometimes it gets to be a grind with school mm -hmm. But that's where Jordan Peterson's quote of uh, are you making the world closer to heaven or hell has really helped me of trying to get out of those inner demons of have you really done enough? Are you really pushing yourself hard enough? Are you really doing that to even if you have a slower day like that and you feel like you're not pushing yourself to that max spot, 
have you can you drop back and can you say you made the world closer to heaven than hell that day and that's something that's been really powerful for me to be able to kind of shut up i got a lot of weird stuff going on in the head <laughs> i talk with doubt all the time when you guys have doubt on here he'll mention it too but we talk about it and just being able to shut that off for a little bit and have that little piece of you did what you were put on this earth to do mm-hmm. and i think uh another thing too that's part of it is like we too far too often we we look at the things like we don't have um and try and build something or, or build a future from those things that we don't have i think what's really cool about like your your approach and our approach anybody's approach really um is like we're like trying to manifest a reality and a dream through what we have like could back pocket try and shoot for the stars and go for rogan and all the biggest names in the world outside of the twin cities absolutely but the the most feasible thing that we can do right now is reach the people in our own backyard and interview a hundred over a hundred people that are within five miles of us and that's just scratching the tip of the iceberg same with you you could be training and trying to get after clients and people all across the united states but you choose to pick on the st thomas football community to start and then growing your brand and everything just from that outwards and i think i mean and same with you mark you know doing with everything with anatomy tuesday like my favorite thing and andrew said it a couple days or a couple weeks ago was like we are starting to realize that this podcast is more than a podcast it's a platform to amplify everybody that we love if it's you guys perfect if it's our other friends if it's anybody that comes to the studio we want to show their brand to everybody else Mm -hmm. and now we've built like an audience and we're continuing to build an audience that does exactly that but it's again like it, it can get so misconstrued because it's continuing to grow that people forget that really the most impactful podcasts most impactful people are the four of us and you know our friends that are in this room with us doing this thing it's amazing yeah and the, the, i like like i listened to something today where i was talking about if, if you want to start a business if you want to start something if you want to start a brand you need you cannot think like an investor because an investor when they see something like the back pocket or they see something like yoakam strength it's going to be a risk and they're not going to do it you need to see it as something like the, the quote in the thing was you have one bullet in the gun and if you miss you're going to die and that's what i think you need to take that first step every single day but you also need to have the thought process of every single thing you do is shooting for the stars and you're like trying to grow at a ridiculous rate and it's not with the investor mindset of all right this is going to be my next safe step to grow this This is going to be my next safe step it's going to be the thought process of all right if this doesn't work i don't have a back like i don't have a safety net to be able to catch us how are we going to make this happen because we got this one bullet what are we going to do no plan b no plan b i like that no plan b Laying bricks every day. Perfect brick. Perfect brick. Shark, I love how you let us into that. So uh, now we got to ask you, what is your brick today? My brick today, I try to keep it consistent um, every day. A couple like, couple things I have to do to lay that perfect brick every day is like, um, kind of like Yoakam was saying, it's like working on yourself, trying to trying to take care of yourself so you can take care of others. But for me, it's getting a good sweat in every day. It's non-negotiable. Just do something if it's like get a lift, get a walk, a bike ride, a swim, whatever it is, like some type of movement, some type of exercise, huge. And then reading for me at night, like a couple pages before bed, just kind of decompress and get some more wisdom in the, in the brain. But those little things, man, kind of taking your, taking care of yourself throughout the day and helps you, helps you get your mind right and help other people out too. So 
Absolutely. Those I mean, my, it's, those are my little things. It's not all. Yeah, it's not always the big things that yeah. you got. You're like, oh, today I I squatted 350 mm-hmm. and I I finished five books. Like, no, that's not going to help yeah. anyone. You're, you're that's a burnout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm burning out. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's Simply. a repeat, small things. Yeah, just consistency, man. Mm-hmm. Lay the perfect brick. That's phenomenal. Do you? Uh, <clears throat> how many books have you finished this year? You've been reading since the time. last time we were since on. I was thinking about this today, actually. Probably, I'm going to say, I think eight. Eight or nine. Since last November. It's been a yeah. full year. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Congrats. To Hell yeah. Thanks. I wanted to get 12, but it's tough. Yeah, it's Remember tough. Remember I said that thing it was like 10 pages every day for a whole year. It's like... 3,650 Yeah, 3,600, 12, 300 page books. Yeah. But I didn't get it. <clears throat> but close. The fact that you came that close, though, yeah. on top of all the other... Like, think about all the other content or information mm-hmm. through school that you're ingesting, topping... Mm-hmm putting 11 books mm-hmm. on top of that is incredible yeah like i don't i don't even come close to that and i'm not even reading or i'm not even i'm not even in school i'm just being a knucklehead yeah <laughs> it's been a big year i've learned a lot this year like i was thinking about since the last time i was on how much information i've really learned and i kind of looked back at it the other day but it was kind of that first couple months when i was in school when i came on and it was intense but it was that first trimester was so light compared to how much it ramped up in the next couple so i was just like in the weeds for the last year still am but i looked back at it and i was like how much i know now from a year ago is nuts it's crazy like i was looking at some of the material i was going over this week and i was like a year ago i had no idea what any of this meant at all and now i'm like it just drilled in my head and then that plus like getting to work on an anatomy tuesday project every week is like so much more information and just pounding it home and then reading books so it's been it's been a big year a lot of learning this year yes sir it has let's get into anatomy tuesday Mm. so let's start with like how you guys came up with the idea when was it like when were the uh the the early inclinations of it happening and when did you guys commit to it and how have you been able to like just maintain anatomy tuesday and focus on different pieces of the body every week yeah. So, uh, I was, <laughs> I was running on the, uh, football field doing sprints. I was probably 14 cups of coffee deep and, and a rain or, and a, or, a, rain. or a brain. What and is this called again? A rain. All right. And, and maybe well, like, a, not every story starts with, all right. Yeah. So I was running <laughs> a couple sprints on the football field. Anyway, like that and, just doesn't happen. And I, 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 I sent probably a, a three page text to, yeah. to Mark all I was freaking amped yeah that literally was the text i got i was golfing and i got a text from him and i just stopped and read the whole thing and it was just fired me up right away but the first sentence was like i'm so jacked up on caffeine right now here's my idea and i just (laughs) responded i love it let's do it and this this is one thing that i love that he said is um from last year to this year the amount of growth that we've had um that that he's had like knowledge wise um i say it all the time like if i don't look back in a year and think everything that it did was stupid like i did not grow i did not do my job as a human to progress and this is what we talked about our first time our first time putting on anatomy tuesday we're like it's gonna suck yeah. like we, we literally talked to each other like this is gonna suck but we got to do it because if we don't do it then it's not for real it's not out there people aren't expecting this we don't have our pressure on it and we're not gonna grow so we're like, this is going to suck, but we're going to put it out there. We're going to do this. And from there, it, I mean, it, from our first video to now, it, it's crazy. We we, yeah. we got a, we hired a guy, uh, Marcus, who's just been crushing all the video work for us. And he makes our first videos look. Yeah, they're atrocious. I watched atrocious. the hamstring one the other day. But 
the growth has happened. The growth and is it's happening. happening. It's going to keep getting better. And so. that's the best part, right? Yeah. You you started it without any expectations mm-hmm. and you weren't like, oh, this content isn't perfect. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. No, you were like, I need, I want to put out content. I want to better my brain to hopefully better others, others body. Mm-hmm. And you just continue to put it out there and then you slowly refined it week by week. You didn't go away. You continue to get a little bit better. You found another person that could help you. I mean, you, t- you messaged us on that first week saying how do you reformat this blank to get on igt blah 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 Yoakum's using like 30 different apps to yeah. try and the, figure it out that like. first video took probably three days to figure out how to get on instagram and we still couldn't do it and all i did was end up splitting the video into like 16 different one minute videos to put yeah, on instagram video. it was the most frustrating thing i've ever done in my life exactly. i was so mad so what do you do you outsource that you bring yeah, in your, you bring in another guy and he helps you clean that part up so you can focus on the product mm-hmm. and you've been able to refine it, get better at it. And let's go through some of these body parts, man. Let's educate our listeners. What yeah. has been like one that you're like, this one has been our best video. People are, uh, people are really vibing with, you know, the glutes or maybe the, the pecs uh, to name a few hamstrings. Yeah. Well, we Dude, haven't done pec week yet, but I thought foot week foot was week, killer. But I was going to say foot week. We got a was... lot of good feedback on the feet and still i'll i'll say the feet are the most important part of the body and so that was wow, probably you're, you're going there i'm gonna oh, on this I podcast mean, yeah wow. i might i might just okay. drop the mic right now and say the Bellas. feet are the most important thing yeah um if, if, you, if you go by the stream theory or anything every single motion that you have starts at your foot mm-hmm. uh and if your feet aren't right the rest of your body's gonna be jacked up it doesn't matter how much you fix your hip flexors or your knees or your upper back or your lats if your feet are messed up if you're not taking care of your feet your body's gonna hurt for yeah so how do we take care of our feet? I know they can go to Anatomy Tuesday, but just mm-hmm. a couple quick hitters right here. Barefoot movement as much as you can. Be barefoot as much as you can. Like uh, no socks. I, socks even are. Socks, 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 are, socks are cool. Okay. Just don't yeah. want to dirty your socks. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But just the shoes really. Like just being in cushy shoes, not being able to really feel the ground underneath you, I guess. Mm-hmm. What about those uh, those uh, feet shoes? Those ones that fill each one of your toes? Yeah. I don't know too much about them, to be honest. I haven't done my research yeah. there. Okay. But the minimalist shoes. Where it's got no arch support. Those mm-hmm. are the best for working out. Yeah. Uh, well, barefoot's the best for working out. Oh, but barefoot, sure. Yeah. And then being able to focus when you're working out on individual toes and arches in your foot has been a big thing, a big game changer for a lot of the athletes that I'm working with is just being able to get them to activate that foot between. Uh, one thing we showed on the NMA Tuesday, if you roll out the bottom, if you do a hamstring stretch and then you roll out the bottom of your foot and then you do a hamstring stretch after, you gain like 25% more range of motion. You're kidding. Um, and then you can also do test of if you activate your big toe and pinky toe, if you do a vertical jump and then you activate your big toe and pinky toe and you do the vertical jump again, you can gain one to two inches just doing that. And it's a simple like 10 second exercise. Oh. Um, how does one activate the big toe and the pinky toe? A uh, simple one you can do like now. They're just called toe curls. Uh, you can spread your feet, spread your thing about spreading your toes as far as possible um, and then pull them all the way up and then squeeze them into the ground, but keeping them spread, spread as far as possible. And you can do uh like set a 10 of these before okay. you jump it'll be a good one okay i like that uh, in terms of uh are there any good moments in terms of feedback from uh the people after putting out video after video have you had any good like success stories or people buying into anatomy tuesday two two things there i think we've grown we've made it a more what we've learned through the audience is if we go so in depth that nobody has taken anything away from that mm-hmm. those are the videos that are people like all right that was cool but mm-hmm. you're speaking at the level that you guys have studied this for six years we don't care about that we want what you can take home now so trying to simplify it we've talked about that 
and then trying to make it entertaining. So you, you provide entertainment while you provide knowledge and being able to grow in that realm is something that I really think putting them out and not knowing what we're, what our thought process with it was going to be. Uh, we've grown through the feedback of, oh, I thought that was really funny and I took this away. I've, I've heard that about every Anatomy Tuesday that we've had a joke in. I thought it was funny. Then I took this away. And if we don't have as much humor, we make it more sciencey. People don't say that and they don't really watch mm -hmm. them. Got mm. it. Yep. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about it too, but we're, we're already on this train of covering basically each muscle group. Um, super in depth. I mean, like our YouTube videos are all, you know, seven to 10 minutes long and then the Instagram are just like quick clips. But now that we're so far like through everything that we've done we're we just got to stick with it at this point but Eventually. we're excited to kind of get get to uh the next phase and start breaking things down a little bit more and eat simplified even more i guess yeah like a couple exercises here and there good take-home stuff um whether it's just like a quick injury prevention tip or it'll it'll keep yeah keep evolving and growing and i think it'll be able to help people out a lot more so so for you mark um i'm sure i'm assuming and correct me if i'm wrong this is probably great for you in terms of like actually putting your information that you're learning to action mm -hmm. on the flip side of that how has it been coaching and communicating those things that you learn that are just in your head mm -hmm. how has that been actually verbalizing that on a, on a camera it's tough it's tough to do but it's so beneficial like i think that drills in your head 10 times more if you can get in front of a camera which i'm not good being in front of a camera you're but great in front of a camera getting in front of a camera memorizing it all getting it out to people in a way that they can understand for the most part and uh yeah. trying to educate people with it i mean that makes it stick in your head so much more so that's been huge for me and followers of anatomy tuesday know the rule that we have um uh, one take everybody yeah, knows one the take. rules so. one take yeah i love that you guys are adopting that more people just need to do it in one take mm -hmm. be transparent about it because you're not gonna be good the first time y and that was yeah that was pretty you guys with the 10 carousel post yeah mm -hmm. that was you can work on that you guys should throw like you should you should repost that as like the actual nicely posted igtv one and what's cool now is instagram just came out with this feature where you can have series now mm -hmm. so you guys can have a whole that. anatomy tuesday series dump mm. all your videos in there and then people can just watch them all in one little package mm -hmm. very nice yeah, igtv that. is taking off you think so yeah. i hope so oh it works hmm. But uh, is there room for, you know, a collaboration? Can the back pocket join an Anatomy Tuesday? And if so, what would be the body cho body part of choice Act off the top of your head? So actually, we're not looking for more dudes. <laughs> we're we're kind of looking. That's a so good idea. We're, we're kind of looking for a female. Hmm. Um, what we've just uh, like a one part one just one I'm special in. appearance. I'm in for some collaboration. Want to make an appearance? Maybe a, maybe a light one. But what we we've, we've noticed with uh, competitors of Anatomy Tuesday yeah. um, is. All these, uh, all they'll have like view, like solid viewers, like forty thousand views, forty thousand views, forty thousand views. They put one chick on there. There's like a hundred and forty thousand yeah. views. Yep. You, you guys, know, you guys so know like, the formula. We know, yeah. the, formula. You know yeah. the formula. If the formula. if we have more dudes, our click rating is going to go down. But you get one chick. Up and to the right. One woman, one nice girl. One mm -hmm. nice girl. Chicks get clicks, but you can have a nice fitness girl on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for anybody listening, who do you have any? Uh, do you have any No, uh, this is just our white plea. Whales? This is our plea. This is for, your plea. This is our plea okay. for a girl to come on Anatomy, Anatomy Tuesday, Tuesday with us. Oh, God. You guys would actually blow up if we did, <laughs> if we did like, Rump Week. And <laughs> <laughs> God, that would be awesome. I would be all for it. 
Yeah, but you should definitely do that. Let me know what your findings are. I'm in to collaborate, though. Yeah. We'll get something together. <laughs> so what, what would be the body part of choice? What do you think we could bring? What would we offer? I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking... Uh, we could fix Decky's lower back on there. Can you fix my baby arms? <laughs> yeah, we can work <laughs> we'll that. Get man. you guys on for bicep week. I, ha- I have weak calves, but you already did calf week. We already did a calf, we did calf week, calf yeah. Week. What um, haven't you guys done yet? The front of the body. We're yeah. working our way up. So we did all the backside. Did the and whole now, posterior chain coming up the front. We just did quads and adductors yeah we just had groin week is dropping tomorrow yeah. so oh, we got damn. hip flexors when we wednesday night we're doing that yeah wednesday night hip flexors and then we decky and i row a lot we do a lot of the row machine is there anything that would uh that's total body, that's that's brag. Total body. not to brag well we <laughs> I, I i row for meters there's a lot of core in there man yeah it's a lot of core in there. Yeah. we could get you for the six-pack week yeah Oh, I don't fall into that though. I don't got, I don't got a six pack. Or you do I'll some s- spray tan. Oh yeah, Ooh, we could do there. that. Yes, we that should get fun. Can we do spray tans? Yeah. Actually, that shit would be funny as hell if we did spray tans. <laughs> um, so get the Steve gym, the, the gym. Yeah, is, there's a tanning salon. Yeah, right there. so the gym that we're in is 400 square feet. It's this like little dark dungeon. And right before everybody texts me when they come to the gym the first time, they're like, "I'm at some tanning salon." Because when you walk in the door, it's this big tanning salon. So we could go to the tanning salon first and actually utilize them and oh. then walk to the gym. I've never yeah. been to one, but I, I, that excites me. That's yeah. good yeah, content. Yeah, no, this sounds... We'll vlog the whole thing. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking is mm-hmm. a little prequel or, yeah, a little pre, pre-sewed would be us all just sprinting into this place for our tans and then us being blatantly a different color for it's the actual be, yeah. production. That'd be very fun. The intro is the hardest Tamble. part to come up with. Tamble. And now we just got our yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The intros are tough. I was going to tell you guys, the, the intros, like, I've, I've always been throwing my, my, my two cents in there. Uh, <laughs> I think th- if you guys got, get, like, a solid, like, um, I don't know, small creative, like, intro. It doesn't have to be consistent the whole mm-hmm. every single time. But just, uh, like, a good example um, that is simple and effective is, like, have you ever seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yep. Okay, so you know how it always starts with, like, I mean, they have an actual intro, but once the episode starts, it's just, mm-hmm. like, in black it flashes like season three episode whatever and then the name of the episode but throughout that whole time you hear them like talking shit in the background Mm -hmm. so like you can do something like that or just have like b-roll moments like a quick thing of like yokum saying something or you saying something and then it goes black and then goes right into the episode or something like i think marcus has talked about that yeah marcus Marcus, our camera guys we're working on that we also uh we gave birth Kidding, uh, dude. So we gave birth uh, last week. It'll drop tomorrow yeah. for groin week. Um, that was probably our most risky, controversial, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most most rattled I've been by a intro. So he delivered my baby. So you I guys, saw like a preview on Instagram. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, that was it. So I'm excited to see the full yeah, content. To check yeah. that one out. That'll be that'll be, that'll be already good. released. It all. Yep. Mm-hmm. We should preface it by saying that a lot of the research we were doing with the adductors, oh, this. because this just makes sense. But like it was. There are so many articles and stuff about pregnancy and how pregnancy is an extreme sport, yeah. which it is. I mean, it's it's insane. So a lot the, on the, the body, but the adductors are a big part of it. So that's that's a good intro into um, just letting people know why we gave birth. Yeah, I was yeah. I was deep in the rabbit hole, and the article headline was "Childbirth is the new extreme sport." <laughs> And I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> no, that's great clickbait. It sounds like yeah, whoever's running that, they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good fun. The uh, so I, so you guys are coming out with one a week, right? Every Tuesday. Yep. We try what's to. the what's the prep look like? 
in terms of actually gaining the information for whatever week it is next week and then filming it what's it what's the uh what does it look like we just kind of we i mean work our way up so we know what muscle group we're doing as soon as we finish every episode we talk about what are we doing next week and then it's basically just kind of on both of us we kind of have a format of what each of us cover and have an outline so we break it down like mine is more anatomy um injury rehab that kind of stuff austin is sports performance um exercises applying it all and so each of us just kind of break it down do our own research throughout Mm -hmm. the week and put some hours into that and then we got a big google doc going type it all in and comes together on when, whenever we meet up yeah, yeah. so decky you'll like this one um from the four-hour work week one of their things they suggested doing was hiring a virtual assistant a va yeah so i have uh maz from portugal um <laughs> and he uh he's been doing a lot of stuff for me types up a bunch of stuff um but one of the things he's doing now is i send him four websites to go to and then i send him the muscle that we're doing that week and then all he does is copy and paste everything from the websites and he'll put in a doc for me and then send it over so and he knows like everything. what useful things to pick out or no, is no, it no. literally so he just, both copy yep so he'll search uh, if we do hip flexors he'll search hip flexors on these their forum websites uh, that's all we do it's the same thing we search everything through these and then we get all the information that we need from the books or the websites that we use so he'll go to the top four websites that i usually go to and he'll get everything in a Word doc for me, and then I just sift through. But it's, it's what I do anyways. So that's amazing. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting seeing like working with him. And shout out Moss. Did you go to Upwork for that? I did. Yep, yeah, Upwork. That's yep. hilarious. Man. Mm-hmm. So how has it been coaching your VA up? Fun, interesting. Um, there's a language barrier that uh, we're working on and figuring things out. Um, he uh, <laughs> uh, he sends out some emails and stuff like that and trying to let him like do a little bit more and some of the emails he sends out we just gotta keep growing in that world (laughs) and (laughs) correct it he sends me some of the drafts and one of the things that he does for me is i write up a bunch of programs on a piece of paper and i take a picture and send it to him and one of the biggest things is getting that program on a piece of paper into an excel sheet um and then we have youtube links that link everything up to it and i'll send him something and then he'll type it up and if the handwriting's wrong or if it's not a word that he's used to the word that goes in there is kind of jacked up but he's growing he's growing is he appreciative of it or appreciative of his like the the most polite person i've ever met in my entire life <laughs> nice yeah that's amazing i get a hundred thank yous and, a day and is he I, into like uh strength and fitness so, no no not at no all. not at all you're not, not all. training Moz. Ooh, i am are, not could could you be training him is he interested in getting trained he is not interested in getting okay trained. you never asked or uh we've discussed a little bit about fitness and not a not a lot there do you guys fit you guys like video chat ever or is it all uh video know? chatted the first couple times That's just nice. to like get to know who That's he was nice. to see if i wanted to hire him and then then it's just chats lovely that is he's a so baller awesome. though he messaged me like five times a day just checking checking out and i'm like yeah i need to get one of those yeah sounds yeah. amazing how uh we can bleep this out if we don't want this public but how much uh does he charge like per hour uh five dollars god that's amazing yeah, yeah. There, we, i use a, a a va as well for uh the job i'm doing with caleb okay I, I, yep. for digital marketing we have two vas okay mm-hmm. yeah and they just they either screen record like we, i do a screen record while they're on with me and then they're just writing down every single thing that i'm doing so we can create a manual off of like these giant procedures that i can do to eventually outsource that so so they're just watching me and just 
typing it up and then they send it over and then like I'll read it and make sure they got everything right or make some edits. That's like it's one of the things they do. That's been the biggest thing for me is trying to be creative in ways of how do I utilize them. So I, I, I like that point. But what what can I automate? Like uh, the four hour work week talks about that. But if you really don't know what you can automate, I don't think you know your business well enough. So I think it allows me to take a bigger, grander step back from everything and realize what are small steps that are slowing me down and how can I take out of them, like step out of them. Yeah. Right. Because you can't your business isn't successful until you don't need to be in the business. Correct. If you can completely remove yourself and your business is still going to ride and do as exactly as it should with with you in it, then you're 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 riding in the right direction. So that is the right mindset to getting that going right now because obviously you need to be in the business. You are the business. Yeah. But if you can start thinking slowly of how can I remove myself from this situation and then this situation, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that you're doing that right now. Yeah, I, lo- I love that book. That book was sweet. So Deggy recommended. Did that you finish one. it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It, it it was like a two-day read i was so into that one oh, that dude. one was i i ate that one up bro so i tried good. reading that in junior summer summer of junior year i got like 120 pages in i was highlighting a ton of things and underlining it and then nothing was like clicking because i didn't really have anything to apply it to mentally yeah so it was just kind of like this is so out of my element and then deck read it and he was like you need to get back into it and i I, I, I read the red dad and the mm. or dad and the red convertible bmw and not being basically that suburban dad and mm-hmm. as soon as i read that i'm like i'm finishing this book <laughs> and it was, i was like what what is the uh, context on that one again uh so that his whole point is you need to find somebody that if you ever become the red dad or <laughs> the dad with the red bmw convertible you ever become that suburban dad is that is just living the average life um you need to have somebody in your life that tells you like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you need to shoot for something greater. You need to become something greater uh, and not being that average person that's just going through life. And that, more so like being satisfied with, with having the red BMW convertible. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Got and it. just living that average life. The final poem that he has in that book to finish it off is like, I'll go back and yes. read that yeah. every once in a while. It, it talks about like time and stuff and how, Oh, it's it's just amazing. Well, and the, the, one of my other favorite parts of the book was his um the Chinese fisherman. Yes, where he talks about how this Chinese fisherman every single day is fishing for a couple hours, then he comes back in, has his catch, he sells it to people, and then he goes and hangs out with his friends for the rest of the day because he's done. And this uh, American businessman comes in and like talks about this whole plan about what he can do and how he can grow this business and make it huge. And then the Chinese fisherman asks like, "What happens when I retire? What happens when it's done?" And the American business guy goes oh, you'd be doing the same thing you're doing right now. Yeah. So, like, what's the point of pushing forward like that? You can go fi- you can go fish and hang out with your friends all night. So yeah. I'm already doing that. I read that in the Jimmy John's. <laughs> yeah, it's on the wall in Jimmy John's. I yeah, love, I love no that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is phenomenal. I have a picture of it on my phone. It's fantastic. But I think we got to get to the bottom of it, but the one in Jimmy John's is a, is a Mexican fishing man, not a Chinese man. Mm. I don't know if it's the same, but interesting. Same story. Jimmy John's is ripping it off. Yeah, no, it's here. it's the old, uh, uh, you know, you tell a story and it, what's the game? Pick pickle. When uh, pass telephone. Telephone. telephone? I don't know why pickle. <laughs> 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 but uh, telephone, yeah, it's the old telephone. Yeah, you know, totally. Word from the wise. There's nothing you can do there. Yeah, but you were mentioning uh, average earlier, and I think we had like a little off-air conversation about average and how. When we ask people their average quality on the show, we try and frame it in a sense of like, hey, it's not something like you're terrible at. But a lot of the time, even I myself, I will think of my average quality as something I just suck at. 
And so I want to ask you guys, do you look at it more as something that you care about that you want to get better at? Or do you think of it as something that you just like blatantly suck at and need to avoid? I think both in that regard. Um, it's something that I suck at and it's not a good part of my life, but that I, I need to grow in and I need to get after. Um, I, I thought I was bringing this point up of how I think it's funny when you bring on St. Thomas football guys to where the word average has been beat in their head that average is equal to terrible, average mm-hmm. is equal to bad. Mm-hmm. And when a non-football, a USD football guy or person comes on here and you say average, it's something that they're – what the actual – what, yeah, what, what where it's just something they're mediocre at. Um, and I always thought that was funny is when you bring a football guy on here, he talks about something. Average turns into something that is bad, and it's a it's a – bad term that they need to get better at that and they need to improve that in their life and if it's not a ust person it's something that yeah it's just that in their life Mm -hmm. we just had kj the comedian on and his average quality was having courage and i thought it was the best answer we've ever received out of the 170 podcasts we've done because the way he articulated it is you know how hard it is to have that courage in the toughest situations Mm -hmm. and it's not like he's not having courage and that's what's making him average at it but just the like putting yourself through that time and time again and overcoming it like that that mental state isn't like it's it's so hard to maintain all the time you can't there there's not a single soul if you're being genuinely honest with yourself there's not a single soul that is the bat that is number one always good at it. not even you could put Jocko Willick and I'm thinking of him right now who puts his watch on mm-hmm. the Instagram every day and you see him all in this perfect light but I'm guessing he like there are in every single moment that is so hard to maintain just uh, this courageous atmosphere um, especially doing what he's doing trying to make people laugh and making them in a vulnerable state and embracing these tough situations and and like I just absolutely was eating it up when he was sitting there and it's not like and that, I guarantee you, KJ did not put more than like ten seconds into that thought. He read it and he's like, he, and he's like, he was just being true and he was being honest. He wasn't trying to be some put on some facade. That was him. And I was like, that is what I would, that is what I want out of this answer every mm-hmm. single time. Yeah, it's someone sick. being that honest with themselves mm-hmm. and sharing something like that. And I thought that was dope. That's awesome, dude. He, dude, he That's was, awesome. He was so cool. Like, and, and it's starting to become a trend too. And Andrew, you can back me up. Like we've had, I think we're just doing better at articulating it, or it could be a bit of both. Oh, in terms of the average quality, absolutely. Instead of where just, were you going with it? I was saying, like, getting on comedians has been a, a weird niche that has developed really, really good, honest answers to like the average quality in the back pocket question, um, because I, I they're just see. so like blatantly honest and mm-hmm. open about saying whatever the hell they I was want. Say, yeah. That's the type of person that has to be a comedian is somebody right. that is. 100% always open because if they're not and they get on stage somebody's going to realize right that person it. yeah that person's not real like get them off the stage that yeah. person's not funny because he's mm-hmm. not being open we're not getting like the, the cooking answers from these people so bad like you, you if you tell me cooking you didn't think mm-hmm. you didn't put any time and effort into it <laughs> or you just missed the or you missed the question you just heard me articulate it for the first time to you and it's like all right you yeah. came with cooking all right and, and, and how many the, people are you offending right now? Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> so many, like upwards of twenty people have said that. But I mean, it's probably our fault too. Like we own, we own it. But a little let me bit. just let me just say, when we get the cooking, Deck and I have to act like it's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting, we're sitting here, we're sitting here. Oh, cooking! 
Oh, let me guess. What's your go-to meal? <laughs> Breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every time. Dude. Every time. It's every so time. funny. Yeah. But uh, there's there's definitely the, the ranges of people going with, and that's why we love asking it, because everyone can look at it differently. So it's time in the podcast where we get to break down all four of our average qualities. Mm. And I'm going to go ahead and start with the man of the hour, the man who's just been the voice of reason, the voice of life, the my light bringer every day, Austin Yoakum. What is your average quality? Yeah, so it's... uh. It's something that I figured out two months ago uh, in my life, and it's something that I wrote up on my uh, I, at my office desk. I have it, I have a piece of tape just up there, and it, what it says, it, it, it's not about you, it never was. Um, and that's something that opened up my life of, I was living a lot of my life through trying to push myself forward and trying to bring myself forward, trying to accomplish things. And what I really need to take a step back of, realize like nothing that I do the reason I was given these talents, the reason I was given this ability, the reason I was put on this earth, the reason I am in this spot, I went to UST for college, like I was just surrounded by so many positive people, is not because of me, and it's not to push me forward, it's to bring everybody else around me forward, like, that's the reason you're given talents, that's the reason you guys are able to communicate with people, it's to help other people go forward, and what I need to constantly remind myself is, it's a battle of ego every single time, you need the ego that pushes you forward in life, you need the ego that allows you to grow, and those inner demons that tell you you're not good enough, so you become good enough, but then not allowing that to take over to think you're doing that for yourself. You're doing it for other people. You're doing it for other things, doing it to better the world, make it closer to heaven than hell. And every single day I have to, I, and it's weird. I, I'm my ego, like I have a high ego. And if I don't read that quote every single morning and every single time before I leave, I'll, I'll allow it to take over eventually, eventually, eventually. So I need to remind myself, it's not about me. Never was. That's not why I was given these things. And it's something I need to grow on to where I don't have to read it every day. It's just something that's a part of me. It's something that that's how I'm living my life. So that, that that's something that I really needed to work on. Damn, that's awesome. And that, that goes along the lines of what we were just talking about. That is well thought out, just being open and honest and you trying to make yourself better every day. Good work, Yoakum. Yeah, we we introed with the whole KJ thing to make sure that you guys weren't going to say cooking. Yeah. And I'm glad you, you nailed it, dude. You absolutely nailed it. But I think it's really cool. I mean, just like that aspect of selflessness and like maintaining like – or uh, I guess not maintaining how people would m- maybe perceive you from times like Yoakum's crushing it. Yoakum started this business. Yoakum has a gym now. Yoakum, Yoakum, Yoakum. When really like looking into the mind of Yoakum is everything but Yoakum. It's the people around him that he's coaching. It's the, you know, the people br- buying into his, uh, his fitness logs, his, you know, his actual coaching. And it's far more than fitness. It's now, you know, how can I make people better? And you're grabbing all this information from every source you possibly can. And Moss can. And yeah, <laughs> and you got your VA, dude, and you're building a dynasty. Well, that's uh, Coach Caruso says that all the time is um, don't judge me on what I'm doing. That's my father's. That's my father's legacy. Judge me on what my kids do. Mm. I, I think that's really important. Of it's, it's what you are doing and what who you are and what you're doing in life and the situations you're in is not you did nothing there like you just took advantage of the situations that were given to you and there's a lot of people that weren't given those situations weren't given those opportunities so judge me on what i grew what i allowed and what i pushed forward not on what i did because i'm a collection of everything that's been put into me mm. I love that, man. good work yoakum all right marky i gotta you, follow that up and or should we play should we do a little pass the torch yeah should we do like a we go back sure. to me. Yeah, go back, back to the, the back, back pocket. pocket boys. Yeah. Come back. All right. Let me think yeah, on yeah. this for a second. I can uh, jump in here. This happened this weekend. I learned. This is a great moment for me, actually. 
Uh, my average quality is my dancing. Mm. So I was able to, uh, you know, do a little costume party down the street with uh, Jack Burke and the boys. And you and Mark and Deck weren't there this time around. And lo and behold, Andy broke out all the moves <laughs> that Mark and Deck usually have. Yes. And I was I was killing the dance floor. Yes. I was like, I don't I don't have any, like I don't have a go to <laughs> move necessarily. I might I got a couple, but they're like. They're not going to make the crowd go nuts. Mm-hmm. It's going to make my boys laugh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The shoulder roll. The shoulder roll. Yep. Exactly. And uh, I was just doing that because I was like, that's all I could think of. And I was, and it was, just, I was having the time. And uh, I was just picturing deck the whole time. And I was just repeating deck moves. And then I was picturing Mark and I was repeating Mark moves. And it was hilarious. So that's my average quality. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You just believe in them, though. I believe in them wholeheartedly. No, I was, I was like i had an out-of-body experience mm-hmm. at one point where like i am mark amick right mm-hmm. now and i and then everyone was like and i was in the middle and it was a, it was a glorious moment so i, I was living mark's best life in, in the dance circle good mm-hmm. i'm glad to hear that yeah. i i firmly believe that great dance moves aren't the moves themselves but they're the belief behind the moves like if you if you believe you have the best dance moves on the dance floor <laughs> you can you have the best moves on the dance floor I, it doesn't I, matter you i gotta just get out sh- there mm-hmm I remember in high school one time I was in the middle of a, a dance circle and this was before people started hyping me up that I was a good dancer, but I was just in the middle of this thing and some kid comes up to me after he's like, dude, how'd you get so good at dancing? And I, in high school, I said, it's just belief. It's just, it's just belief. That's all it is. That's oh, phenomenal. I want to give a shout out to Mark and Declan because like Andrew said, when you're on a dance floor with these two, it's so much easier to dance because like they're taking a spotlight and you just like kind of just in the background right? copy copy a little bit of what they're doing and like their belief is so high they're like oh hell yeah like i know what i'm doing kind of like i'm busting this out and it's amazing and i've seen it so many times like i gotta do that (laughs) and they weren't there so i'm like i'm going in that's huge that makes me so happy but it also kind of makes me realize just now like kind of goes back to my whole thing of like i never really know how i'm perceived but at the same time i really know don't really know what i'm doing mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's very funny to hear that you put me in the same box as mark because i look at mark as a great dancer the guy who you know does the splits in front of a million girls on a boat uh for a boat party like that is my favorite video of mark of all time but like i'm in that video too sprinting, sprinting. with a, <laughs> my the sprinting is my but favorite like, think, about, think about how like dumb that dance move is <laughs> i'm sprinting in place and like the one people thing people love that, it though man like, people freaking eat it up yeah. it's so dumb no for all the people on youtube right now the last one is when you put your hands out here and you go like this <laughs> i was doing that <laughs> It's so easy, it's so dude. easy. It's so funny. Nice. Yeah, the doomer special. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, but uh, again, back to your point, dude. That you just, just doesn't act matter. Like, just believe. If you believe. believe, you can grand slam any right. dance po- and dance party. If you truly believe, you can do anything, dude. All you have to do is believe. Yeah, yes. that's what this. That's what this is all about, dude. All right, we'll throw it back to your side of the room. All right, Sharky. Average quality. I'm going to go with my anxiety, and. Ooh. You guys know, but for those who don't know, I'm a very anxious person, or at least I was an incredibly anxious person in the past. So, like, debilitating anxiety in high school where I wasn't doing the things I wanted to do because I was so anxious about it. And so it's something that I've worked at really hard over the past couple of years, and I've gotten a lot better at it. And uh, still so far from where I want to be, but um, I think a good average quality because I've taken the chances to um, improve a lot by just putting my, my neck out there and trying new things and, and regardless of how I feel about it, just doing it and learning from all the experiences. And the more you do that, you know, the less anxious you get, the more prepared you are for the next situation. And, uh, so that's one of those things that I 
have struggled with and gotten so much better at and want to continue to get better at. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome, awesome, man. And I think that's very clear with Anatomy Tuesday. Like, yeah. if I were to tell you a year ago you'd be on camera telling everybody about different parts of the body, what would mm-hmm. you say? Yeah, I I definitely didn't expect to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Not super anxious about that, but... I just think you are coming from someone... Coming from per- someone that has lived with you for four years, mm-hmm. um, not saying you weren't very happy mm-hmm. during those times, but you are just a you're you're whenever I'm around you, mm-hmm. and I don't get to see you all the time, so maybe that plays into it. But you're just very happy, yeah, and not like a facade happy, mm-hmm. like you're 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 putting on a face just to be with your friends and mm-hmm. everything. You're genuinely just in a good spot. Yeah, man, I think that's like that's the biggest part of it. Is now I've gotten so much. I'm so much more present all the time now. Like anxiety, like by definition, is just kind of the, um, kind of the fear of the unknown, right? Like the, you're you're always looking ahead, and you're always looking at, um, like the future and and trying to kind of map things out. And you have this irrational fear of what's going to happen. And I think I've gotten that's the biggest improvement is just like not worrying about that, right? The future is anxiety, so like just being as present as I possibly can be, and that's been huge for me, man. Like, um, I've been gotten so much better just being present enjoying every moment and like like every day laying that perfect brick and just trying to take care control what i can control today and that's the biggest part man but really focusing on that i think like you hit on the head like i'm so much happier now so much more present mm-hmm. and that's that's the biggest part of it amen to that yeah. proud of you sharp. brother thanks boys mm-hmm. that's amazing and going kind of right off what you were saying my average quality <clears throat> and i've struggled with this for uh greater part of the last two years for sure is just being present mm-hmm. and it's another way of saying like being having anxiety but mm-hmm. i i probably I, and I don't think i really have much anxiety i really don't think about any of the mm-hmm. stuff that i end up just doing mm-hmm. doing is the only option right um mine is more so like thinking about how i can build out an idea that i have and trying to just put myself a couple steps in front of me all the time so like booking the last 17 guests or whatever it was for to finish off season three i'm finally done with that but during the entire month of october i'm like communicating with like nine different people through back pocket my current day job i'm communicating with like 20 to 30 and that at the same time i'm like trying to eat lunch and like send an email out it's like it's it was insane still kind of is but man it's been so fun to be able to like go to something like yoga on a, on a Sunday. And when Vinny at Alter asks you, you know, what are your intentions for today? And simply saying just to be present and trying to get as much as you can out of, out of that has paid dividends, mm-hmm. man. And, uh, that's like, my, that's what I found comedy to be too. Um, like being able to, you know, be in a stress ridden day on a Wednesday where you're sprinting from workout to work to podcast. And then when seven thirty hits, you know, okay, in 30 minutes, I'm going to be on stage in front of a bunch of people. Like you have to lock in at that mm. point. Otherwise you're going to flop and understanding like dude, comedy, like it's fun. It's I bomb all the time. No one thinks I'm funny at times. Uh, people think I'm really funny. Other times it doesn't matter. Like you, the action at that point in time is really all that matters. And that is my favorite part. And it's been one of those things that's just allowed me to reset every single time to just allow me to, do what I love. Well, I think that's something that football like allowed for all of us is the, the the two hours a day of not having to worry about anything else. And like you were suited up and you were just able to go. 
And I think a lot of people like when they lose that sport, they lose that two hours of your day to reset and refocus and be in the moment. That's where I struggle. And especially for me is, is when I lost that two hours of resetting and being in the moment and it's like, all right, what do I do now? And now I have to think about everything in mm-hmm. life and that the anxiety actually hits and you have nothing to counterbalance in it. I think that that's like an awesome point of finding something in your life that you have that allows you to reset with decky as comedy with me. It's the gym and finding what it is in your life to be able to do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so important, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just getting in those. I, I just get in all those holes too, where it's just like, I start to like believe in the, in these realities that I've created that are not even true yet. Mm-hmm. So like for this show that I have coming up, like, KJ gives me 10 minutes uh, on his on like his showcase and I just met the guy like five minutes ago and I was like yes hell yeah like I crushed tonight I have now have this thing and then two weeks later coming coming into it like 10 days out I'm like I've never done 10 minutes of comedy in my life like I barely have a good four minute set ever like mm-hmm. how am I supposed to put together 10 in front of an audience that I've never even known yeah. I feel like you have to do that. You have to have that mindset of oh, yeah. the why not you. Exactly. I, exactly. I write, and mm-hmm. I write that on like a lot of the players' lockers that I feel like have that, like they're not sure if they're it's like, why not you? Like, why can't Declan do that? Like, why can't he have that 10-minute show? And then why can't he have that hour show? And then why can't he be the one bringing people on with him? Because he's the host, you know, mm-hmm. like he's the main yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when like you have to play the fine line of like, the fuck you mentality. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't be an arrogant asshole all the time. But when you have that, that 10 minutes you have to think like i am going to go up there and i am the best yeah. and, and, it's it, that, and that's not a wrongful thought in any way shape or form no. it's not you being cocky that's not you being and that goes for like you, you you're in a position of leadership you have to show that you own it to tr- and that means you're believing in yourself and you're believing what i'm you're saying so if you go up if you're 10 days out and you're like i don't think i can do this uh, i don't know if i have 10 minutes you're not going to do it you're not going to have your 10 minutes but if you go up there and you're like i'm going to fucking kill this and you're, and you're going to enjoy every minute of it. And that's what KJ was sit, sit, saying just a few hours ago is like, you just got to go up there and be like, this is hilarious that I'm up here mm-hmm. making people laugh. And if I, and if I am sucking, then like that is hilarious in itself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the guy, this guy was like, he's 56 years old and he couldn't even remember how to pronounce your name. And he gave you 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he was, was so and he was cracking us up for an hour and a half. And he, he believes in you because he wants to give another person a, sh- a chance. And yeah. I'm guessing you were going to lead into something similar. Yeah. It just goes like coach K is like no off switch. Yeah. This is very no cruise similar. Button. No screw up. No, no cruise. button. Not like slow down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I catch myself in that all the time where it's like, just like you were talking about earlier, Mark, with being in the weeds for like a, yep. the last year of just like Dude, work, work, yeah. work, work. You look up and you're like, yo, this is nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. Like I was, I verbalized my uh, day one day to my dad. He was like, how's your day? I was like, all right, let me tell you how my mm-hmm. fucking day is, yep. dude. I was like, all right, I got my, I woke up at five or it was the day that I flew in from Portland. Like I flew out at like midnight, got into work at five, worked oh, from yeah. five to, to like four, then went home, took an hour nap and then worked from, or then had the IO podcast and then had the let's float podcast and i think we were done at like nine or nine thirty and we finished a bottle of whiskey and a two bottles of wine <laughs> yeah oh it was insane but it was just like those are the days in this past month and a half where we've pretty much consistently done that every single monday including this one right now and it's like god it's the funnest thing man like andrew and i were talking about this season of like all the different weeks like what were our favorite days or moments on the podcast 
and yeah it was Bochel was great and the live show was really fun but oh my god when we were able to have four people on a Saturday and we just bulk recorded from like nine to one holy shit that was fun there's so, nothing better than just getting like a full day in like a full day from start to finish where you just like you almost have like a set of goals right when you go to bed right and you're like this is all the things I got to do tomorrow and you just nail them all like straight throughout the day you you lay in bed at night and you're like fucking go <laughs> you sleep like, easy yeah dude that's the best feeling i think right. it's hard to do that consistently because i mean if you do it's probably pretty draining but when you when you get those in every once in a while like that full day from start to finish there's nothing better yeah and that kind of goes back to the, your point of like the small wins right like you right. drink your water in the morning before your coffee mm-hmm. you you get your five minutes to 15 minutes of meditation mm-hmm. you read 10 pages before you go to bed like those are the things like oh, i did it you're yep. not gonna go you're not gonna wake up tomorrow morning like oh i, I when am I going to actually make time for myself? Mm-hmm. Like you're actually doing those small things yep. and it just, it pays off in the long run. And it you does. were talking about that earlier, just uh, keeping those things routine, reminding yourself of that quote that you, every single time you wake up to keep yourself in that same mindset. I mean, it's pretty impressive that, uh, that we are doing that right now. And I mean, I'm guessing a lot of others are doing that, but I just love that the people I'm closest to yep. are doing it too. I'm not saying we're better than anyone else, but I'm saying that we are doing those things. And mm-hmm. that's really cool that we're surrounding each other, ourselves with each other that are trying uh, to do those things. Yeah. And the accountability is off the charts, dude. Accountability is insane. It's so fun to be it's around great. you guys. Accountability is love. Yeah, man, I love this group right here. This is a, this is an awesome group and our whole friend group collectively for sure. But I think they there's, what is it, the quote? It's like, you or coach K says it too it's like you are the the sum of or the, the average of the five people you spend the most time with and that that when coach K he who did he bring up in did that he botch it uh, he, no he, he brought, <laughs> he, brought he brought somebody Jesse up in the or, meeting yeah. and he made him point out the five people yeah. that he hangs out with most moist yeah and it was like it was moist, moist. And he's like, he Jesse, like Jesse Doe Ace Ace and like these five winners some and studs coach K just nods he's like of course yeah, and like, yeah. that's when it stuck with me like, yeah oh shit like, yeah. yeah like who you surround yourself with is yeah, who you're gonna become Love that. Yeah, it's impressive. Coach K might be uh, getting close to guest of the year. We just, dude. Yeah, we're putting together. Fire. Yeah, we're putting together our list of like. We're gonna do run a like, poll or something. Yeah, run a poll of you know put ten guests out there and then let everybody vote on those ten guests. Yeah. Winner gets the back pocket guest of the year. We don't even know what we're gonna give them. <laughs> we're working on. it. I, I love did, that yeah. idea though. You yeah. guys have had some studs. Yeah. John Tower is my vote. I love John. Yeah, John he's Tower. on Towers was that awesome. Was yeah. Sick. yeah. But Coach K, second most downloads this season. When he was talking about Crazy. the zombies, that was crazy. Yeah. That's how he starts the podcast. It, it was before you guys recorded. Or like we were started, started. Yeah, we right? just hit play, and like he didn't even know so we were starting, funny. and we were just talking zombies. It was <sighs> glorious. So good. I, mean, I, I love that Coach K. He has, I mean, he has that side, and then he has the side of so much deeper than mm-hmm. any other person. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, when he says something to you, you know it's from his soul, and that 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 is the uh, it's one of the most powerful things that I'm like trying to create in myself as a coach. And just he is so open, and you know everything is coming from such a depth in him. And he's he's not just saying words. Be to say careful word. with it, dude. <laughs> just be careful with it, because it's there's some scary moments over there in that yeah. coach K mind. <laughs> Woo wee. Um, but let's get to uh, some uh, our final segment here. Mm-hmm. What did you learn? Um. A simple question. What did you learn from the moment that you woke up to when we're having this conversation? This has been a packed day. It's currently 10 p.m. on a Monday, and uh, we got after it today. There's probably a lot of learning moments. You can go big, you can go small. I'm going to start with my man, Cheese, over here. Deck, what did you learn today? 
uh, I learned that the Kanye album's not that good. Ooh, mm. I argue with that one. Well, okay. Just let me. Can I, can I explain? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Um, so it's 27 minutes and four seconds. Mm-hmm. Kanye hasn't released an album in two years. <laughs> there are um, every single back pocket episode is twice the length of that one album. And that has nothing to do because our medium is entirely different than an album. However, I just want to put that out there. Um, and it, I don't know. It just, it was weird because I was listening to it. And like when I got 30 minutes into it, I was like, oh, dude, this song's kind of dope. And I realized that the album had ended three minutes prior. And <laughs> I was listening to old Kanye at that point. And I was like, damn it. This is, uh, I, it, it was just disappointing. But I should never raise my expectations and uh, whatever. The, the second to last song, though. With Kenny G, uh, yeah, with Kenny G. God, I have that song stuck in my head. Great song. Yeah, that's a good. That's a positive. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a, there was like two or three that I, I like added to library and I added music. two. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, uh, that's a decent every, amount every, from an album. Everybody kind of shit on that one. I was like, yeah. if I had two songs from an album, I feel like that's a pretty good album. I added on God because I kind of like I like that, that one. Phrase, on God, on God. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. A good beat. Yeah. The the problem that I had was like. Like, On God, great song, and then the one I'm talking about, I still can't remember the name of the song, but, like, those were the only two, like, legitimately, like, in my mind, legitimately produced songs. The other songs were just, like, kind of these weird, like, interlude, throwaway type (laughs) deals. It was like, come on, just, like, why are we doing making transition music for, like, movies and church shit? Like, come on. So, that's what I learned. It's all right, Jackie. You didn't learn a lot today. I'm frustrated. (laughs) I mean, I... I didn't learn a lot. Uh, Yoko, what did you learn today? So it was from a podcast that Neil deGrasse Tyson. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Star Talker. Nope. It was uh, with uh, Tim Ferriss. I, I Dude, listened to it late. Okay. First off, real quick about that. How about Tim Ferriss' first question to Neil? Which one was that? He said, where did you find the, or where did you find the, or how did you find the passion or where did it strike you that you wanted to be an astrophysicist? And Neil was like, out of all the interviews that I've ever done in my whole life, <laughs> yeah, I've never been you're the first that. person that has ever asked me that question. I was uh-huh. like, yo, that's dope. There were so many good things in there, too, of where he was talking about how, how he prepares. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took a couple coaching things. I try to relate everything to coaching, and one of those things was like he, depending on what podcast he goes on, he conveys his message and changes it that way to if he's with hip people, he'll try to make it like more hip, and if he's with serious people, he'll make it more serious. And I was thinking like – if he is doing that, like as a coach, you have to be able to do that. Like if you're with a, a kid that is super like up and coming or young or like in the, you need to find a way to convey your message to him. And then if you have a, a kid, a senior, like an accounting nerd, like a, a Grant Slavic, like just more baseline type guy, you have to find a way to communicate to him. And I thought that was pretty cool to, if he is doing it and he's at this legit level of just genius, mm-hmm. like you need to be able to do that as a coach. I like that a lot. That's, That's way good. better than what I learned. Awesome. Mark, what did you learn? Um, let me get the name of it. I learned something great today, and it's also – are we doing Feel Good Story this week too? Yeah, we can yes. get into the Feel okay. Good Story. I'm going to bundle them into both. Here, then I'll go, I'll go, and then you wrap it up Perfect. with the Feel Good Story. Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Let's so what po- did you learn? Let's get podcasting. Good story. It's really um, good podcasting. So I learned that uh, you know, I, I, don't re- I, don't, I don't miss Steeler games. And uh, – <laughs> I met I uh you can put it on right now. No. We're not putting that on because I checked it a few times cuz I had to check it. I had mm-hmm. to check the score. But I got to mm-hmm. sit down with my boys for an hour 15 now. Steelers were down 14 
to 10, ten yeah. at half. They're up 24-14. That's all good. That was going to be good no matter what. Mm-hmm. They're going to take was, care of their... Yeah. Of course it was going to yeah. be good. Trust that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and live in the dude, moment and be present. I love Fuck that. yeah, dude. And I got to have a great conversation. I didn't want... I, I could have easily said, let's push this off to next week. Deck and I will figure it mm-hmm. out and we'll get it done. Yeah. And I could watch my Steelers. No, dude. Let's embrace the moment. Let's... You guys could only do tonight. Of course we got to do it tonight. So I learned that you got you got to take the Steelers off the pedestal sometimes because I always put them up first. Yep. <laughs> I put them up before everyone, and uh, I didn't that today, and I felt good. Okay. That's amazing, yeah. and that proud of you. I Thanks. was that's good. That's actually. so good. <laughs> People don't understand how big of a deal that yeah. is. <laughs> and this I was is. thinking about that as soon as you said ten o'clock. I was like, this dude just missed the whole second half of the Steelers game. Yeah, but um, and that's really funny you brought that up though because I had the same realization this weekend because I was gone all weekend off the grid and I missed Notre Dame Michigan and then I missed the Bears game both of which were heartbreaking Notre Dame got shit on mm-hmm. and looked very bad from what I saw <laughs> and then the Bears were the Bears and that was we don't have to get into it Sick, but I missed both games and I'm so glad that I did because I had so much more fun doing other things and spending time with my girlfriend and being in a really awesome place and and just being in the moment like you said and mm-hmm letting that stuff go and just being present and it was great so i love that mm-hmm. that's great amen to that um what i learned today and a feel-good story for me was i was very hungry around lunchtime today and all i wanted was a philly cheesesteak and i was like i don't know i just had a craving for it so i was like all right i'll go to jersey mike's it's like 14 minutes from my school and that's what i wanted and then i realized i had a, a test after lunch so i was like i kind of need to get back and study for it a little bit before the test so I, I want go- this Philly cheesesteak. But I want the Philly cheesesteak. So I Googled if there was any other sandwich spots close. And I found this one. Have you guys heard of it? Let me know. It's called um, Capriotis. Capriotis? I have not. Sandwich shop. And it's in how do, spe- how do you spell it? C-A-P-R-I-O-T-T-I-S. Soon to be a sponsor. Okay. Yeah. I they like should that. be. Because, so I, I Googled it. It's the same distance as Jersey Mike's. But I l- saw like a Google image of one of their sandwiches and I was like, Fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it because it looks so good. So I drove out there and got one during lunch, and it was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. And um, so not only did I learn about this new sandwich spot, but feel good story. It was an incredible sandwich, and I'm gonna be going back a lot. So I don't know. It was kind of a big moment for me today. I love that. I was that. really happy about it. All right, shout out to to Capriolis. And you got back um, for your test? Uh, yeah. And you, yeah, and yeah. I did get back for it, and I didn't study as much as I wanted to. But I think that's I not the favorite. Yeah, we'll bleep that. Yeah, we'll bleep that out. But you grand slammed the test. Yeah, and you grand slammed the sandwich. Yep, that's amazing. That's awesome. And we yeah. got to grand slam this podcast. <clears throat> yeah, which was that awesome. Was well worth our time. And this is uh, <clears throat> I always like to put shit in perspective. Um, but I just love that you guys came over at eight forty-five and didn't think twice about it, Andrew thought twice about the Steelers <laughs> game but made like a good decision ultimately. made the right decision made the right yep. decision and it was awesome um but dude the commitment and the accountability like I said before is just like I love it because I know when we're in five years from now we can have we literally have an hour and 15 minutes of a conversation of us presently right now as 23 24 year olds and as 27 year olds that's gonna look cool as shit you guys you posted a year um what what video Declan's, like comments Declan's on comedy it. thing was that what it was? was it, it, it could have been Declan's. There was another one we did with uh, 
Brandon Polzuk. I think it was about Lincoln Drink. Lincoln Drink. That's uh, what it was. It was the first Lincoln Drink at time where like the idea of it and it's coming up. And mm-hmm. then you posted it again where like what Lincoln Drink is now. And I was like, you guys are gonna have so much of that in five years if we all do our jobs. Of sure. this is where we were just talking in this room, and five years from now, it's it's gonna be crazy. And what are we? And what are we talking about though? It's like, what are we gonna do in five years? It's like, well, what are we doing every single day to just to get there? What's our bricks, dude? Yeah. What's our bricks? And that's the best part is there's no doubt in my mind no matter what the hell happens to any one of us or anybody if you just focus on that brick by brick thing you're unstoppable mm-hmm. you're absolutely unstoppable so that's one hell of a podcast fellas absolutely. i think we uh, absolutely closed it out like grand champs are we uh releasing this on thursday uh this thursday yes. this thursday okay Sweet. so next week will be um we, rec- we recorded Let's them. See. We recorded we them. We recorded them. And we recorded them. We recorded them, and we and put them out for everyone to listen to. This week to. was Gabe fighting, so that the next week will be Tommy Bayer. Tommy Bayer on Tuesday, Comic. but on, on Monday, the Bro Shot Brothers. The Bro Shot Brothers. Holy shit, that is such a fun podcast. We got Biker Bro Shot and Hiker and Bro Shot. Hiker Bro Shot. We have uh, what is it? Store bot and trash can. Uh, store brand and trash can. Store brand and trash can. Mm-hmm. These guys um, are twin brothers uh, from one of the cities around here. And they hiked the Pacific Crest Trail together. I Gosh. saw the map and of that that you guys had. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, shit. it's insane. Insane. And store brand, also known as um, the Biker Bro Shot, if you want to go follow him on Instagram, he biked a- along the coastline of the United States. The entire United the States. The entire United States. From, <laughs> wa- from Washington over to Maine, Maine down to Florida, Florida down to no California, way. back up to Washington. Oh, and then yeah. a month and a half later, hiked the PCT with his twin brother. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Quit his job awesome. and was just like, I'm going to do this kind of adventure lifestyle for a little over a year. And we Why had, not? But we had them on the podcast. They just got back from hiking the PCT. So this guy had just like done this whole thing and he was in like corporate life depression for like the last mm-hmm. month and he came on the podcast got think, to relive it he I was think they so talked, happy they talked for about an hour we didn't and do half. anything we, we didn't do, do a damn thing yeah. we just asked it was our longest question. podcast of the year hour 50 you guys are gonna love it and then tommy bayer's next which is so funny mm-hmm. and then uh and then the, the interns quarter four review we're having sam and nice intern tie on the podcast when week. when is uh Dowdle's podcast the last one of the season. The last one of the season. Last week of the season. He'll be released with uh, Phil Lasting. So I'm making the uh, the bold prediction right now that he's not bold prediction, but he's he's gonna blow it out of the water. All right. He, That's why he's the it. last one. Yeah. We and asked Dowdle. Energy. Yeah. We la- we asked Dowdle to come it's on the podcast awesome. in like June or July, and he was like, "I'm not ready." Asked me in December, and we're like, "Oh, we're not podcasting in December. So come on, November." And he's like, "Yes." I'm so, not ready. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, for only podcast to ever say no because yeah. he wasn't ready. He yeah. wasn't ready. Phenomenal. The, the life growth from him is senior year of football to now and what he's going to get to talk about. It's it's going to be crazy. <sighs> no, we've been talking to him, dude, off air. That's going to be – we're excited to share with the world. But until then, you know what? we got to get to bed, fellas. Yeah, man. And uh, we got we got more bricks to lay tomorrow. Yeah, we got right? a 5 a.m. workout. Absolutely. Same here. But uh, love you guys. Take care. Take care. Take Take care. care. Love you guys. Boom.
Jesus, amém.